When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is National Pasta Day. Anybody uh, in the building that doesn't like pasta? I, who doesn't like I was pasta? Just, yeah, I'll say anybody that doesn't like pasta. Get out. Yeah, I, red flag. I agree. Just get the hell out of the building. No question about it. It is National Pasta Day, but uh, for 1 in 20 people, that's every day. 5% of Americans say they eat pasta every day. That's <laughs> a little extreme. Yeah, that's but excessive. Might be okay to mix in, you know, something else. Maybe right. a salad once in maybe, a while. Maybe a cheeseburger. Maybe. Cheeseburger. <laughs> so what's your favorite pasta shape? I don't have a favorite pasta shape. I like all pasta. I really do. The little yeah. shells, you got the spaghetti, you got the, you know, I like it all. Yeah. Spaghetti is number one with 33% of the vote, followed by penne and macaroni. Okay. Uh, a few national chains have pasta deals, nothing too crazy, but today, .com did a roundup if, if you want to check it out. They went with the excellent headline, eight-day pasta deals to save a penne or two. Get it? <laughs> a penne or two. I just ate at an Italian restaurant last night, Baccio, out there at Ridgedale. Phenomenal. What'd you uh, order? I had uh, tagliatelle. It was fantastic. Okay. Really, really good. You had a what? Tagliatelle. What is it's that? A, it's a kind of a pasta. Like a red sauce? It's like kind of like the two. <laughs> yes, it's a, red, it's a red sauce. Like you're you're yes. speaking Kevin, a foreign language right Kevin, now. I'm going to be honest with you. I just kind of nodded and was like, yeah, that sounds All right. Good. I was like, he's going to ask me a follow-up gonna, question. I have no idea what I'm this gonna is. I'm going to look it up later. What are the long tubes that... Uh, Rig, rigatoni? Yeah, so I oh, had okay. rigatoni. There okay. you go. There we go. I had a form of rigatoni. That's there a good go. way to put it. That's exactly <laughs> right. But it's tagliatelle. But other than that... Um, so they have eight-day pasta deals to save a penne or two. A few more of uh, stats on pasta eating habits. What's your favorite pasta shape? Spaghetti is number one, as we said. Penne, number two. Macaroni, number three. And tortellini is uh, number four. But by far, spaghetti is number one. Uh, what's the best pasta shape specifically for mac and cheese? I would have to say those little uh, elbow macaroni. Elbow has to be. Elbow right? has to be elbow, right? Yeah. I would agree. Macaroni got the most votes, but 12% prefer shells. 7% prefer corkscrews. I like corkscrews. Mm -hmm. They hold on to the sauce nicely. 6% said bow tie pasta. 5% like penne, and 5% thinks rotini is best. So macaroni, mac and cheese. So macaroni is the, that's the elbow pasta, right? Macaroni. Maybe that's the name of the, maybe that's the name of the noodle, because I thought it was, like macaroni was the dish. That's what I always thought too. Like, yeah, like the yeah. macaroni, I think is I think it's both. Like the name of oh, the it is both. And, okay, yeah, all right, that makes more sense. I would imagine you're probably right. Your favorite sauce, Alfredo pesto or spaghetti sauce? Pe by far, spaghetti sauce for me. Yeah, like a nice what marinara carbonara type of thing. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Alfredo sauce. Really, you like it better I, I, than I love Alfredo. Alfredo. I can't have that every time though. It's no, too rich. no, it but, is very rich. What do you think of that? It's too rich. Yeah, but it's so good, though. It is really it's good. Like I, I'm sorry. I, I would drink Alfredo sauce if you had a glass of it in front <laughs> oh, of me. Oh, God. 52% uh, said spaghetti sauce. 44% said Alfredo. Just 4% said pesto's the number one. Pesto's the one has got the... Uh, pine nuts. The pine nuts yep. in it. And There's, then, oh, and it's more green, right? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's green. green. Yeah. It's like olive oil, pine nuts, and... Yeah, like the pesto. It's pest, there's, If you have a good pesto pasta, mm -hmm. that's phenomenal. Yeah. It is good. 
Uh, 93% of Americans always have at least one box or bag of pasta in the house. One. I got it in every room. <laughs> I, could, I, I could eat pasta every day. I could. Yeah. Because it, it's just, I mean, it goes without saying, Italian food is just amazing. Like you Love Italian food. And you get the garlic bread or something on the side. Like, yeah, we're, we're oh, doing it. Lasagna, big. man. They didn't even mention lasagna. Uh, well, what's the lasagna? What's not to Gidea? What's the lasagna place that you always go to? In town here? Yeah, it's uh, not. I want to say like Digidio's. Where is it? Da- well, Digidio's used to be a place. It's over in. There's one in the. Was it Golden Valley area on what's the Highway 55? There's one right Dang there. Dang it! It was something. You used to bring it into studio. Every I once did, while. really? Yeah. People would drop it off. What? Dang it. This is going to make... We'll, we'll have keep to figure going. it out. I'm going to figure we'll it out. If you're out there listening, come by and drop off some more. Yeah, yeah drop off some spaghetti. Now we're talking. Uh, 21% of us use a fork and a spoon to eat spaghetti. I do not. I only use the fork. I don't need the spoon. A spoon. I don't need it. The spoon is for twirling. No, it's, I can twirl it on the plate. I only yeah. twirl on the dance floor. There you go. <laughs> When you make spaghetti, do you usually break it in half? 50% of us do, mostly because it's easier to fit in the pot. 38% don't. 4% said it varies. And 8% said they never make spaghetti. How can you never make spaghetti? How can you not like spaghetti? I'll say spaghetti is like my least favorite pasta, I think. Whoa, really? I think. Because it's just so, like, it's just basic. Like, it's, it's a classic. Yeah, but it's just like it does. I mean, there's nothing wrong with spaghetti. Like, it's good. But if I was like, hey, we're making pasta, spaghetti would probably be the last one that on my list. So you're that lazy. What do you mean? <laughs> I think I, I think that means he's not as lazy because if, if, oh, you're, if okay. you're, I feel like, right. like spaghetti is just the noodles and then you get like, a, a, you know, a red sauce and then yeah. it's like, boom, you're done. But if you're going with like, uh, tortellini alfredo type thing you got to do more with it yeah mm-hmm. like i and whatever spaghetti is great like and i'll i also never well, go about the noodle you're talking about the dish with the, the tomato dish sauce. with yeah oh I that's what i'm just talking about the noodle oh no i have nothing against the noodle all the noodles oh, okay. whatever taste the same okay <laughs> i just wanted to know against no and also i always go a homemade sauce over a canned sauce like i'll take oh, God, the, yes. i'll take the time to like make my actual some sauce. of it's good, though. Rayo's does make really yeah. good bottled sauce. They do. Well, a lot of them do, actually. It's very good stuff. Um, when you make spaghetti, do you usually break it in half? We said about 50% of us do. And finally, only 3% of us never eat pasta. 75% have it at least once a week. We'd be in that 75% because mm-hmm. we have it at least once a week. D'Amico and Sons. That's oh, D'Amico. That's what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, D'Amico. Larry's a, a great guy. Yeah, like the best restaurant lasagna i think i've ever had it's really good yeah they're, they they have uh i tell you man and it was so obvious that back in the day let's say 40 years ago mm-hmm. there were about two good italian restaurants to eat at in the entire state of minnesota now there's one like every block yeah you can't drive into work without Phenomenal. driving by one Phenomenal. i love italian food that works for me like i said went to baccio last night had a wonderful time natalie was our server she did a great job and then when I'm leaving, I said, are you the manager? And they always kind of step back when you ask them that because everybody just bitches at the manager. Yep. So, no, 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 it's not that. I just wanted to tell you Natalie did a great job and the food was wonderful. Yeah. So she was like, come back soon. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Well, because of the service centers, you get so many different people oh, that God, are just miserable yes. to, to serve that, yeah, it's probably a breath of fresh air. Like, wait, you're saying something nice to us? Like, I'm usually yeah. called over. She was shocked. <laughs> Usually only called over when somebody wants to cuss me out. So you're gonna you're complimenting us on our dishes? I said yes. I that's why I came over. I see. I'm not the kind of guy that would come unless it was really bad, really mm-hmm. bad. If I just didn't like it, I wouldn't complain about it. I just would never go there again. Right. Or like, and I'm the type of person too where if I ordered something like a pasta dish, I was like, oh, can I get that with no mushrooms? And they still put mushrooms in it. Yeah. I'm just gonna eat around it and send. Like, I'm not gonna send it back and cause a big do you like the little mushrooms and not the big ones i mean if they're small enough and i don't really i'm a kind of a texture person i don't like the slimy mushy mushroom texture yeah no i understand what you're saying i'm just not a big fan mushrooms have to be done right or they're not as good you're absolutely see you later aj Andy's coming in of course for the 10 o'clock hour aj on his way 
to sleep for about 12 straight hours. It's all he ever does is sleep. You know what I mean. Can't break up his nap time. Well, I thought for sure he'd poke his head in and give me the finger, but he didn't. Probably racing off to score north. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what he's doing. What's up, Andrew? Anything good? Nothing in particular. Just recovering. So you're recovering. So you feel better today than you did yesterday? I think so. Well, there you go. So that's good news. As long as you get better every day, mm-hmm. little by little. Um, now, that's interesting you bring that up because... Uh, this headline from today, two-thirds of us won't see a doctor until something is extremely wrong. Hmm. That's not you, though. That is not me. You like that, Kevin? I mean, more, I'll say more or less. Like, if it's something that I feel like I can just power through, like I don't get, like, a cold and go to the doctor. No, right. But, I understand yeah. that. Right. If your toe was hurting for a few weeks, would you see a doctor? Oh, yeah, a few weeks, yeah. A few weeks suggest something's <laughs> yeah. wrong, yeah. Yeah, I would think so, yes. It didn't go away. Uh, yeah, a new poll found that 2,000 Americans found two-thirds of us wouldn't go to the doctor until something was extremely wrong. Until then, we'll wait it out. That includes 59% of women and 72% of men. One reason we don't go is it seems like you never know how much you'll end up paying, even with insurance. But money isn't the only reason we avoid doctors. It is, I will tell you, incredibly expensive now. Sure is. So I just don't understand. I would know. Oh, God, yeah, you've been shelling out. But you, you got, you're you fully covered, aren't you? Well, yeah, once you hit your deductible. Well, how much is your deductible? Uh, that $50,000 a week. It's like $5,000 or something is like it that. really? Yeah. Man, that's still a pretty big number, I would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I say that because... I think the average salary in the state of Minnesota is like $57,000 a year. So you're almost kicking in 10% of your yearly income? Well, more than 10% after taxes. Well, yes, after taxes. 57000 I think, is uh, gross, isn't it? Yeah, that is. You're absolutely right. So. It is gross. So it would be like 20 times more, probably. Um, money is not the only reason we avoid doctors. The top things we hate about doctor visits include sitting in the waiting room, it takes time in general, being touched or examined. I don't care about any of this. I know. Stuff. It seems like a weird, it's like I'm not going to go to the doctor because I don't want to sit in the waiting room. Or just, he'll touch me. It's a very well, weird problem to you're have. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, shots, other procedures might be painful and just general fear and anxiety. I don't have any of that. No, I you have zero fear of the doctor. Oh, I, never I have. hate shots. Well, Do I don't like really? shots. I hate shots. Doesn't bother me in the least. I don't like shots, but I mean, I've had so many and so many IVs put in me that, at this point, it's just like whatever. You think I'm insensitive? As though I, that doesn't bother me. Could be. Oh, you both sure, just jumped know. right on. Okay, I can't worry about my feelings. Uh, because of all that, only 30% of us, 34% of us, excuse me, have seen a doctor or had a checkup in the past year. 39% have seen a dentist. So 61% of people don't go to the dentist. That's interesting. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes right with well, that's gross. Yeah, and well, I think because like just in insurance in general, like dental insurance is a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. Dental insurance, I don't think I have ever had in my life. Yeah, and so people are no, like, oh, I don't want to go spend to all get. that money. I think it's very expensive to have mm-hmm. dental insurance. Yeah, but I it's think. more expensive to have all your teeth removed when you're 50 years old because they're no, all rotting true. out. So there's that. Oh, God, I ran into a guy yesterday. He was wearing his Viking hat and his Viking jacket. And, well, I won't say where it was because the guy needs his privacy, so whatever. But uh, I walked up to a counter, let me put it that way, and he opened his mouth. I think maybe, maybe he had three teeth. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was one like right here and one right here, <laughs> and then the other one was like right over here. How are you doing today? How's everything going? I, I was going to say, well, I assumed you'd be drunk by now, but no, I don't know if he's a drinker or not. But yeah, sir, you're going to die if the, the poison in your teeth kicks into high gear yep. and kill you. It can happen. Oh, it can definitely happen. Rotting teeth can kill people. There's no doubt about that. Be very, very careful about that stuff. Uh, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but maybe you guys would know what this is all about. Here's why you should make your phone screen black and white. Do you have, I have not read this yet, so do you know why they would say that? Black and white? I have no idea. Make your phone screen black and white. Yeah. I mean, I know that can save a lot of battery. 
Oh, is that what it is? The color takes up a lot of battery, I suppose. I suppose that's right. Want to curb your raging addiction to your phone? Well, I don't have one, so I'm good to go. I literally, to tell you the truth, the day that I retire in a few years or whatever, mm. I probably won't even have a phone anymore. Just throw it in the ocean and go about your business? I st- I'd get it like a beeper. Do they still sell beepers? <laughs> do they? I'm, I'm assuming they do. Do you think they do? Because if Catherine need, or the kids need to get a hold of me, just beep me. Yeah. And I'll go over it. Oh, that's right. There are no phone booths anymore, so never mind. No. I can't do Phone booths, either. I don't think, exist at all anymore. I haven't seen one in years. Pagers, yes, still exist. Public safety and healthcare is, like, where they exist still. Okay, see, I should get a pager. I don't really know why. Are they more reliable than a phone, maybe? Yeah, maybe. You might be right about that. Yeah, well, I guess, too, if you're in, like, if you're a nurse, they don't want you on your... That's true. Like they're very dirty, and you probably that is true. Contaminated in healthcare, they probably have like yeah, you have to like sterilize your pager on a daily basis. Yeah, probably true. You want to curb your raging addiction to your phone? Just have a channel. I love Lucy, a former design uh, ethicist from Google. Design ethicist. That's what it's a design a very fake sounding job. It really is a design <laughs> ethicist. Did you go to school for that? <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Uh, in any case, um, the guy from Google named Tristan Harris says, if you make your phone screen all black and white instead of the millions of colors you have now, it can help you break your addiction oh, to your phone. I can I am, see that where it's less visually appealing. That is true. Then, yeah, you're less likely to sit and scroll. I don't know. My computer was my first computer was uh, four colors, all of them gray. And I still spent a lot of time on that thing. Yeah, you surely did. That was 1998. No, it was well before that. Oh, they, was it really? The Mac Classic. Oh, the Mac Classic. Yeah, the Mac Classic 2. I'm pretty sure Mom got that when I was like maybe three. So 1989? Let's see, Mac Classic 2 came out in 91. So, oh, yeah, I would have been four years old when she got it. So there you go. Did you steal it from her all the time? I used to get on it and mess with it. I knew you did. Mm-hmm. Did she get mad at you? <clears throat> yeah, she had. I still remember she had a program installed on it called Myob, which stood for Mind Your Own Business. <laughs> <laughs> and it basically made it so you can't mess with other people's crap. Well, that, that's, not a, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Yeah, 16 megahertz processor, four colors, and it only cost 4,000 equivalent dollars to right. today. Jeez. Yeah. Four thousand bucks. Four thousand dollars in today's money. Two megabytes of RAM. Uh, weighed sixteen pounds despite what? having a nine-inch display. Oh this is a gosh. mobile phone. No, no, it's a computer. Oh, a computer. I was going to say, holy Christ, we moved on to an area that was a little weird. Well, I mean, the first mobile phones were probably at least three or four pounds. Oh, yeah. absolutely, they were the size of a brick. Right. Yeah. yeah, they weren't fitting in your pocket. I remember somebody from the queue. Used my car to go to Byerly's. Mm-hmm. Uh, put the top down, left it down, and somebody stole my phone from the car. Mm-hmm. So he chased them down, and the guy threw my phone out the window. Didn't even scratch it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that thing was just encased. The first commercially available cell phone was the Motorola Dynatac, which uh, was two and a half pounds and lasted 30 minutes. 30 minutes, 30 that's right. Yep. Not even enough to finish your conversation. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> that's very true. So that had to have been, what, about 35 years ago? Let's see. When was the Dynatac released? a long time ago. Uh, 84. So 40 was, years ago. Before you were even born. Yep. God, that's amazing. I mean, it cost $4,000 in 1984. So I don't think... $4,000 mm-hmm. for, for a phone. Yeah. Four thousand dollars. Well, I'm assuming it was for like stockbrokers or people yeah. who like absolutely. Oh, needed that's probably to, true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're probably right about and that. It's huge. Like I'm looking at photos of it. Nine inches tall. Yep. Yeah, the thing's like the size of your face. It was nine inches tall. Yes, exactly. I remember that thing, and it did weigh. It, it felt like it weighed more than two and a half pounds. It felt like it was about five pounds. I wonder if they have any on eBay. They Let's might. See here, goodbye for five bucks. Probably. Dine attack. Oh, no, oh yeah. They're, they're probably expensive. Because it's not considered like a collector's yeah, item. Yep. Yeah, you can get some. Here's one with a case. Five hundred dollars. Buy it now. Really? They bought it for four thousand. You can buy it for five hundred. <laughs> it's not a good investment. No. No, it's not a good investment. I got to be honest with you. I wonder if they still work. Probably not. Mm, you mean pick up a signal? Yeah. Yeah, probably I'm not. Guessing the uh, 
whatever signal they use isn't around anymore. So as they say, instead of the millions of colors you have now, it can help you break your addiction. All those colors are positive reinforcements that keep you scrolling and tapping. By going grayscale, you don't have as much uh, of an urge to use your phone. And it's easy to set your phone to black and white. Both iPhone and Android have settings that let you easily shut off the color. That is true. Lots of people have tried this, and some say it works, some say it doesn't, but it's worth uh, a shot, right? Well, not again, not for me, because I... I avoid my phone at all costs. If I can avoid my phone, I will do it. And most of the, mm. most of what I do on my phone is just reading text anyway. So yeah. it's, it's black text on a white background already. Yeah, that's so true. I don't know. I don't know. I just uh, there are some people that love to be on the phone. I I am not. I do not like to be on the phone more than a couple of minutes. I just like to always be reading something. On the phone. I've done yeah. Well, I use my phone to look things up. I've done more research into. The gastrointestinal system than most doctors have. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. This might be an interesting story. we got Kristen Burt coming up in just a couple of minutes. But mm-hmm. the headline alone, what do you find disgusting, even though everyone else thinks it's normal? Uh, can you think of anything you think's disgusting and everybody else thinks that's normal? I can think of something from Melissa. What is that? Cilantro. She, she hates cilantro. Oh, yeah. Some people think it, it tastes like soap. No, she doesn't have that. She just oh. hates it. Really? Just the taste of cilantro. She doesn't. She says it doesn't taste like soap. It just the taste of cilantro is gross. I just don't. I'm not a huge fan of cilantro. I don't even remember what it tastes like to tell you the truth. It's very strong, oh, like strong? extremely okay. strong flavor. Um, there is a list online of things that people find disgusting, and even though everyone else finds it normal, uh, yes, kids uh, was mentioned multiple times by people who don't have kids. They're disgusted by kids. Well, kids are disgusting. Ah, they're wonderful. To be though. honest. Hey, listen, if you could have been out at Seavers on the weekend, you'd yeah. have loved watching your son. You weren't the one wiping his nose, though. <laughs> right. I think that's more probably the angle people are going with. The... Why don't we go with the angle that he was holding my right hand the entire time he was there? He basically. likes to hold hands. He does love to hold hands. I'll go up to you and say hand. Boy, he loves tractors. My yes, God, he, he does. loves tractors. He really loves tractors. How would he even know about tractors? We live out in farm country. We see tractors all the time. Oh, I suppose, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, he likes tractors, he, he likes trucks, he likes cars, any sort of vehicle. He likes vehicles. He's very mechanically minded. Okay, here we go. These are the things that some people do and some people find disgusting. People's breath being in your face, any mm. breath, bad mm. and good. But yeah, I don't want your breath in my face. No. I agree no. with that. Yes. A dirty dishwater dish at a point where you can, uh, can't handle touching it. Well, why wouldn't you just drain the dishwater and put clean yeah. water in there? Yeah, when I do dishes, I don't fill the sink up and scrub it like no. a, you know... 1800s saloon manager. Yeah, you just wash it off with... You have running water these days. You use it. Exactly. Hearing someone with a heavy, productive cough, not a dry cough, uh, long, fake nails. Who Mm. cares about this stuff? People who spit on the sidewalk or out in public. Oh, God, I hate that. uh, uh, Keeping your shoes on in the house. Whoops, I was guilty of that today. Not in the house, (laughs) but at work. And there's mud everywhere. Sorry, I didn't know it was there. Um, uh, when people let their dogs lick their face, guys who openly scratch or adjust their junk in uh, company of others, well, you got to once in a while reset, don't you? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it depends on how aggressive we're yeah, getting and what the social <laughs> situation true. is. But yeah. That's a very good point. If you're getting too aggressive. Right. Thing. You'll get people where they're like up to their elbow down their pants trying to, and it's like, okay. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. not do that. Yeah, just right. turn around at least. You're right. Accidentally touching the inside of a sink while washing your hands. Who cares? Sinks are very filthy. I suppose. Yeah, especially if it's a public restroom. And yeah, Yeah. that's a little not great. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh, your mother would be thrown under the bus on this one, Andy. Scream sneezing. Oh. She doesn't do it very uh, often anymore. She used to do it like, yeah. Oh, that is true. Oh, she does. The people where like you looks like they threw their whole back out because they like <laughs> wind up, lean back, and it's like, okay, they just do. sneeze into your elbow like a normal human being. It's and, true. Communal food like potlucks or pizzas for work or parties. Couldn't care less about that. American flag clothing, which some hardliners consider distasteful, if not disrespectful to the flag. You are technically not supposed to wear the flag. No, you're not supposed to. That's, That's true. one of like the flag it, rules. And it's weird. It, it is. is all, it is weird. weird. Like it is weird. especially the people like on the Fourth of July, the like their whole family is wearing. It's mm-hmm. like what, no, like it's. Mm-hmm. Not, you're right. Nah. 
Just a couple to go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, swimming pools, at least one person compares it to sharing bath water with many other people. No, you don't put, there are chemicals in a swimming pool that aren't in a bathtub. Calm down. <laughs> Russian bathhouse. <clears throat> Uh, sharing drinks, even among family members. I wouldn't, I don't share drinks. No, I know you don't. Never I don't think have, anybody never would. Yeah, I know. Finally, and I couldn't agree more with this one, mayonnaise. I have never understood why people, I'll put a little on a sandwich. Mm-hmm. So that inch thick deal. Oh, oh no. God, that's nasty. No, light touch. Light touch will do it. Speaking of a light touch, that's how Kristen Burt approaches her reporting. Right after this. Oh, God. She posed. I saw her pose. We'll be right back. Oh, okay then. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contact consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It is 1022 now, 22 minutes after 10 o'clock. Kristen Burt joining us now. Um, I have to ask you right out of the shoot because the headline just appeared on my screen a couple of minutes ago. And I have not read the article, but I and I don't give a rat's ass about this. But now apparently, why are we bringing it up then? Well, Jada Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, what's her name? Yep. Oh yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. On again, off again, wife. She apparently, and again, I haven't read the article, but the headline seems to imply she is saying that both she and Will Smith are bisexual. Mm Hmm. I have I'm not sure she can make that call for him. I have heard <laughs> heard that before. Oh, you have. That okay. has been a long running rumor in oh, Hollywood. I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Along with their the fact that they're swingers or that mm-hmm. they were having affairs in each other or that they had an open marriage, that has definitely been um, something in Hollywood. We I think we've all heard at some point or another, but maybe not Tom. <laughs> you think they just? Well, I don't pay any attention to Hollywood news. I couldn't give a rat's ass less about Hollywood news. I'm glad I'm here every day. Yeah, really. That's not, you don't do Hollywood news. You do entertainment <laughs> news. That's a totally different thing. Yeah. It's all mushed together. Let's just right. hang up you on just, her right, right now. You just don't like the, like, gossip no, type I, No, I'm not the gossip. Yeah. Well, I'll give you an example. If Jada and Will are by, I don't care. Right. Why would I care about that? You yeah, do what you I want to do with your agree. stuff. Yeah. Right? I, Honestly, I hope to, we get to a point where people don't have to just declare their, right. their status right. because I think that that it should just be accepted. Like LGBTQ plus, we welcome you, you know, and, and that's the thing. I mean, live your life as the way you live it truthfully. And I think right. that's the thing. But I think in Hollywood for a very long time, they've been some of the trendsetters in coming out or saying that they're bisexual or saying yeah. that they're transgender. And I think that... Um, it, with Gen Z and probably the Alpha Gen, they're going to be like, we, you don't need to declare anything. Do you? I swear I'd like to get, say, you do. Like I said, stay away from the kids and the animals. I'm good. Well, they declare it because it gets them in the news cycle. That's true. Right. Right it gets now. them she attention. Has a, she has a memoir to sell right now. And mm-hmm. the oh. headlines have been pretty <laughs> sensational. We talked a little bit about it this week, but it came out. It comes out today. Today's the 17th. Um, and she's been backtracking and backpedaling a little bit. She went back on the Today Show after doing her exclusive with them saying, well, you know, I have a few more things I need to add. I feel like they were taken out of context. So I have a feeling behind the scenes, she and Will were like, oh, you yeah, know, like, yeah. He said, she said, he said, she said. Um, but she seems now to indicate, well, I think we're at the tail end of our separation. And I think that maybe there is a reconciliation on the horizon. And I'm like, girl, what? we are tired we are tired from this news isn't it been like eight years of it or something something like that i think yeah i think it's uh, seven years they've been um, separated yeah so it's just one of those situations and a lot of the revelations came on her facebook watch show which is now canceled but uh red table talk they talked a lot about their family life and i think there is a line of tmi like people do love gossip Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. there is a fine line where people say enough we're good and i'm seeing that a lot on social media Mm, i agree i I just live your life you do what you want to do blah 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 now what's amazing about that is what we're doing now is saying hey you know what it'll be great if if you could just live your life you wouldn't have to you know impress upon other people you're this that or the other thing because in a lot uh of the eastern hemisphere of course more than here but there are places here same situation you get thrown off a building if you're gay. I mean, that is a whole different kettle of fish right there. And I've never understood that. Let's see, you like guys instead of women? I think I'll kill you. What? Well, I think it's still scary even in the U.S. for people who were raised in very conservative religious yeah. households. Yeah. 
a lot of families still shun their kids, which is shocking to me. And they have to go out there, they're kicked out of the house and they have to rebuild their lives. And, and you know, they don't have any contact with their family. So that still does exist in 2023. Okay, I have a question for you. You have a child who you all of a sudden find out is gay and you never talk to them again. It's your child for Christ's sake. But And that's the thing I have an issue with. You're putting your religion ahead of your uh, child. No way. That's no the problem. Way. I couldn't agree with you more. That's ridiculous. God doesn't even like you. You see what I'm saying? I'm talking about the parents, <laughs> not the kids. I, I'll just, go into a Catholic church and burn. Is that what you're <laughs> Start on fire. Spontaneous combustion. I, I just, all, I've never under, well, but again, full disclosure, I've been in the entertainment business or talk radio or voiceover, whatever, since I was 18 years old. So I've been around gay people my whole damn adult life. I don't care. I never did care. I grew up Catholic, and they always think that Catholics are all anti-gay. Catholics don't give a rat's ass about people being gay. i got to be honest with you. Uh, you find out a lot of times that the priests or the nuns were gay after you grew up. I, you know, the couple of schools I went to, it turns out a couple of the nuns were gay. One of the priests was gay. Who cares? I don't see the connection between getting into heaven and where you put your stuff. Well, it's interpretations of the Bible, and I think that's mm. oh, is the that real what it issue. Is? And then you can get, I mean, we can start splitting hairs because it, it's not, in, if you go to certain aspects of the Bible, they're saying it's fine, you know, and then you have other people that are like, ah, you know, but I'm like, are you eating lobster and shellfish? Because the Bible also says you shouldn't do that while you're at your clam bake, by the way. Oh, really? You're you not know? supposed to eat shellfish? <laughs> nope. Why? What did they? What did they do now? What's well, in the Book of Leviticus? I believe What's is it about Leviticus? that particular one. Well, the Book of Leviticus has a bunch of laws that were passed down to some tribe. I forget exactly what the specifics are, but there, there are go. many, many, many of them Levitical laws, and a lot of them are very strange. A famous one is mixed fabric. So, like, you can't wear like a linen and a wool fabric at the same time. Or, or weave a garment out of both. There's, Don't wear polyester, people. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's hard to really justify that one. A lot of them do make sense if you look at the history of the region. Shellfish, mm. for example, tend to be loaded with uh, parasites, disease, that sort of oh, thing. Oh, really? So back then, you catch a crab, you eat the crab, you're probably going to get sick. So God was like, stop eating crabs, you morons. But now it's not really relevant because we have modern food safety. We have, you know, better ability to cook things. But a lot of these laws, they were very, they hinged on the context of the time. So a lot of people are like, well, they don't apply anymore. But then some people think, well, it's in the Bible, therefore it's got to apply. And there's really no objective way of saying whether they do or not. I think just being a good person is is exactly how you should right. interpret the Bible it's a good at idea. the end of the day. Yeah. Have they ever gone like on Family Guy? It seemed to be to be the kind of show to, to have uh, all of a sudden God sitting down at the desk going, honey, don't bother me for a while. I've got to take on the gay deal. I mean, seriously. The people actually think that if there is a God, that God's going to sit in judgment of you. You're not that important, first of all. I mean, why do people think that this whole... And I don't know if there's a God or not. I'm not saying there is, and I'm not saying there isn't. I don't know. So why don't we just live our life and calm down? I I mean, I agree. It's one of those situations, if you don't agree with it, you are welcome to raise your family with those beliefs, but you shouldn't be pressing your beliefs on anybody else. And I think that's really what it comes down to. I could not agree with you more. It's just calm down. Why is it if you're not just like me, I don't like you? What? I mean, whether it's political or it's sexuality or whatever it is, unless you're just like me, I don't want you anywhere near me. Isn't that a little arrogant, don't you think? Quite possibly so. <laughs> Quite possibly. Just a little arrogant, I would say. I mean, no. we all disagree all the time on this show, right. so all we, we ever do. get along. <laughs> all right, what's happening to Hollywood, sister? Um, I don't know if anyone's caught it yet. It is on Disney Plus in honor of their 100th anniversary of Disney Animation, Once Upon a Studio. 
Um, they brought together 543 of the characters from 85 of the films in tribute to Walt Disney. It's an animated short. Highly recommend you go and check it out. For those of you that don't have Disney Plus, but maybe have like Disney Channel or some of the other ones, it will be showing over the next week or so. So you'll have to kind of check the schedule and see how to watch it. But they did something really interesting. We've been talking about AI a lot. They brought back the genie, which was played, of course, by Robin Williams. They were able oh, to sure. not only get an agreement from the estate, of course, but they also didn't use AI. They used, they sort of pieced together some of the old clips um, of his voice, and they were able to create new animation, but still using Robin Williams' voice. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You know, I, I never met him, never talked to him. Was he as kind of not really difficult, but kind of unusual always? I think he was an unusual person. Yeah, yes. very unusual guy. Yeah, and I think it depends on what era you've got him into. Oh, I, okay. that too, yeah. You know, when he was in the throes of his drug addiction, could you keep up? If you look at some of those old interviews, you know he's high as a kite. He's still incredibly funny, but I'm mm. like, I can't even keep up with this train of thought just of like where he was going next. Um, and then if you kind of got him in his later era when he was sober, he was more of a family man, still extremely witty. Um, but I think that seeing him lean into the drama and into the comedy, I think we saw more of like what was going on behind the real Robin Williams behind closed doors. Yeah, just really sad. What a sad story. What what caused all that? Did they ever find out? Yeah, he um, was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and oh. then got the additional diagnosis of body dementia, oh. which my uncle just passed away from um, in January. He had both. And uh, it really does incapacitate you very rapidly once you have that Louis body dementia diagnosis. So that is why he died by suicide i yeah. think he just didn't want to live with a declining body um robin williams yeah but what's louis body dementia it's louis bodies are an aggregate of proteins that build up in your brain i they don't know if the dementia causes the louis bodies or the louis bodies cause the so dementia, what, what happens to you when you it's, have it it's dementia it's basically a form of alzheimer's more or less Okay. But in addition with the Parkinson's, because they usually go but, hand in yeah, hand, and that yeah. makes it worse. your physical body is and your mind are also declining mm -hmm. all at once. Oh, and God. I think yeah. my uncle was only 64. And I think that like just watching the decline, because he was probably one of our most vibrant um, family members, always so full of life. It was really hard to watch. Yeah. I don't blame Robin at all for what he did, to be honest. Oh, instead of going through that. Yep. It's a tough, it's a tough, sad decline. This was your uncle, you said, your cousin? Who was it? Was my uncle. uncle. It was my your uncle. uncle. And he was yeah. only 64. 64. Oh, that's terrible. And man. he only had the diagnosis, I'm going to say, about four years in total. And so it was, it was pretty rapid once it really set in. Uh, that's very, very sad news. No question about it. All right, yeah, I'm going to shift them. gears and tell you we watched the last episode of Lioness last night. How did you like the finale? I really like that that show a lot. There, Lioness. Yeah, it's uh, special forces. It's the about kid with women. the blanket. Lioness. And peanuts. Yes, yes. Lioness is my cat. Lioness for your cat. And no, it's about tough women. And as you know, I love tough you women. Do love tough women. I do love tough women. There's no doubt about it. So I was. I thought it was a great show. Zoe Saldana was incredibly good oh, in it. I love Zoe Saldana. She's, she's amazing. I saw they put uh, Columbiana on Netflix recently, and so I rewatched it. Uh, so good. I love her. Well, she is. I feel like she's underrated. Like, she works mm -hmm. a lot, yep. but I feel like she doesn't get the credit she deserves because she's a great actress mm -hmm. and can kind of, like, jump between genres quite a bit. No doubt about it. I, I just, you know... We really enjoyed watching it. There's some, you know, tough scenes to watch and all the rest of it and how she deals with her family and doing, doing her job and because she's gone so much. It, it was very well done. Well, this Taylor Sheridan, he should write another show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he doesn't have enough shows on the air. And at least he's, he's back to work, at least, now that the yeah. writer's strike is over. So who knows what he's cranking out? He's probably working 24-7 because he has a lot of shows to catch up on. Well, he's got another show starting in two, three weeks, something like that. First week in November. And it looks to be, is it a Western? I, can't, I couldn't really tell from, from the promo what, it, what, what the concept was. Do you What's know? What's the title on that one? I don't know the title. Lawman? 
Lawmen, yeah, it's called Lawmen. Is it the Old West, Andy? Uh, based on the name, I would say most likely. It kind of looks like an Old West type of deal, but I don't know if it's modern day or old The time untold or... story of the first black U.S. Marshal. Oh, wow. that sounds interesting. Who the hell would want to watch? Oh, wait a minute, Kevin's oh. still here. You know what? I'll watch it. I'll give it a look. <laughs> what do we got going? No, it looks really good. Well, Telly Sheridan stuff is all good. He does a good job. So take and he's this. really good at that genre too. Yeah, so. He is. About yeah. a real-life guy who was born in 1838. So, yeah, very Old West. Yeah. Well, I'll be watching it two weeks. I'll be watching it, no question about it. The Old West is hot right now. <laughs> Why is that, do you think? I think it's just cyclical because, you know, we had an era where Westerns in Hollywood were huge at the movie theater. Yeah. It kind of went away for a while. Um, you bring it back. You know, you sort of revive the genre going, people haven't seen this. And, you know, when they haven't seen it for a while, it feels refreshing and it feels new even though it's not. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Any great things that are coming up that we don't know about? There's not There's not a lot, because you have to remember, we're also starting to lean into the holiday season, so it's going to be a lot oh, of sure. holiday specials. Right. Especially, and honestly, the holiday season begins November 1st now. It's no longer we wait until after Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving when I was a kid. You're right. I know. <laughs> it needs now, to go back to that. <laughs> I mean, thinking even your radio stations, there's always that one radio station in every city that automatically just changes the entire format beginning November 1st, and it's all holiday music. Yep. What's a radio station? I don't know what that is. What? Ah, take that over. You don't remember what that is anymore. Yes, I don't have no memory of that whatsoever. You're like, wait a minute, somewhere in my foggy brain, somewhere. I do have a foggy brain. There's a, you know what? I can tell you exactly what time it is because every night at a, a few minutes after 8 o'clock, I can't concentrate. Isn't that weird? We were playing a, a game down. We were down in Red Wing. We were playing a game, and I was just fine. All of a sudden, it was 8.03. I couldn't think of an answer to one. What thing. did you say? You said, I'm starting to sag. I'm starting to and sag. And we were all making fun of you yes, for you not needing to know that information about you and then you that were like sagging. you were like your brain is sagging that's a thing that people say i'm like you're the first person to ever say this well brain sag is real but it's a medical emergency yeah but that's a yeah if you're brain was medical emergency he needed to bring you to the brain hospital sag, my brain yeah. gets tired yeah. at 3 p.m and i take like a nap and then i feel revived see that's what i should do oh, take yeah. a nap at what eight o'clock life is like without kids jeez okay I had kitties instead of kiddies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, what the hell? Uh, yeah. So I, I'm just trying to think of some other things because there were a couple of new things. Like I said, the new Taylor Sheridan show starts in three weeks, two to three weeks somewhere. In there. It's in. Well, it's got to be a, a little bit over two weeks because that's uh, it's in November. I know that. So the first week in November, I guess is the way I'll put that. So I'll look forward to seeing that. Yeah, the um, Crown is coming back. I don't know if you guys watch the Crown. It's the Mom. final season of that. Oh. And what's that all about? The Crown is all about the royal family. And they're kind of almost up to modern times. At least they are, this focuses in on Princess Diana's death and the subsequent fallout from all of that. So it will be released in two parts. The first part in November on Netflix with four episodes and the mm -hmm. second part in December with the final six. And that is the series finale. They're not going to cover the rest of the royal family in real time. So <laughs> that'd be weird. Because we can just read the headlines every single day because there's always a royal story going on. True. Yeah, that is true. Are those two kids in Washington or where the hell ever they are, they're ever going to get California. over California. They're in California. They're in Montecito. Oh, they're in Montecito. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they bought a big house in Montecito, didn't they? They bought like a $15 million house. They're living right by Oprah. They are doing fine. It's just amazing. Here's a guy that's never done one damn thing productive in his life, and he could buy a $15 million house. They used, he used his mother's inheritance to buy the house. Oh, God. Well, because his father cut off his security. Oh, that's right, he did. And then all of a sudden, he had a 24-7 security bill. And he was like, the only way we got the house was because I used my inheritance. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a, had a place to live. And his father cut him off for what reason? Because he left his senior royal role. Why did he do that? Uh, because, according to them, uh, they were ex Meghan Markle, who is biracial, was experiencing mm. racism from the royal family. Not only within the palace, but outside the palace. The, the British tabloids were terrible to her. And that is 
fact. Well, she is you a pain in the ass. Let's yes, be honest. Is. She's a massive pain in the ass. I think it's, that everybody is a pain in the ass. I don't I think, think the you're royal a pain family is without fault on this because yeah, I, I think know. that the royal... She came in, and listen, when, when the two of them came in, and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were married, this was a new opportunity for the royal family to embrace mm-hmm. something different, something mm-hmm. refreshing. Right. And a lot of people suddenly started paying attention to the palace. But because there are a lot of egos, certain people don't like when there are superstars eclipsing them in the royal family. And literally overnight, really? headlines started to change. Meghan Markle's too popular, so guess what? They cut you down. Yeah, but her own father can't stand her. Her own father sold out her story to the British tabloids. I know. He started posing for photos before (laughs) the wedding. Can you imagine if you did that to Alex? Oh, that wouldn't go well. I did. No. It sounds very familiar. It was unbelievable. It was very But, I mean, honestly, it's just like there's a big, I mean, it's a mess. It's a mess on both sides. I just, why does that have to happen? Because somebody's got a little fame or whatever you have to go off the deep end who cares well king charles most notably could not handle princess diana being yeah. a superstar in the family mm, that's and right purposely cut her down outside of his affair we're talking about mm-hmm. and then he did it to megan and now he's doing it to kate middleton because now kate middleton is the big superstar what the hell she's been with the family for what 30 years or something but she, she and William are like the only kind of like young, fun ones left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so nobody cares about anybody else. And King Charles does not like it. Like they used to give, um, because Kate Middleton, people care about her fashion and what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. The palace used to give updates and say like, she's wearing a Zara dress and she's wearing, you know, J. Crew shoes, whatever. He became so upset that that was a daily update that he said, nope, no more. We're not doing that. Why does he care? Because he can't handle anyone else taking the shine. He is the oh, king. Oh, God. And so when people get and start taking sides with Kate and Megan, I'm like, stop. Because really, go look at Charles. He can't handle strong women, period. And I wonder where that came from. Do, 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 is there any understanding of why he can't handle it? You know, I, I wish I knew because, you know, Queen Elizabeth obviously reigned for 70 years. She was quite a strong mm-hmm. woman herself. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have dismissed the monarchy since she passed away. Like they were open to her reign. But now that Charles has taken over and he's been a disaster in his personal life, people are like, mm, we don't need a monarchy anymore. I would agree. Why you keep giving money to people that think they're the king or whatever Blow that out your ass. You're not the king well, anymore. They are the king. They're not really. It's I a mean, fake king. Other than everybody like calling they used them to be. They don't have any power. It just brings a lot of tourist dollars to oh, the UK. I and I think much, that, yeah. that yeah, I that's one thing. That's terrible. I mean, we've been in England a few times. A wonderful place. A lot of great things to see. Andy, why did you go behind the the uh, the statue of the, uh, the armed what? soldier? Yeah, when we were in the Tower of London, there was a big... What are those things called? Those metal outfits they wear? Armor? Suit of armor, <laughs> I guess. A suit of armor. Those metal outfits. You went and hid so behind a, a guy wearing a suit suit of armor. You don't remember doing that? I don't remember hiding, no. You were hiding back there, yeah. You don't remember that either, Alex? I remember there being something about he... There was an umbrella, and he lost the umbrella from the hotel, and then he got upset. Yeah, there was something like that. Yeah. He was hiding behind... Because you were like 11. You so, were, were you umbrella drama is really a big deal. 12. Hmm. I don't know. I remember you brought an umbrella that. from the hotel, and mom or dad got mad at you because you left it somewhere, and then Way you got go very in. upset. This was when you kind of had your big emotional mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Let's see. I would have been 12. <clears throat> okay. No, you were 12 then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex was 10. I just turned 12. Oh, so Alex wasn't even 10 yet. No, you would have been almost 10. You guys remember that trip? Yeah. I remember the umbrella and the... Well, no, I'm just glad you remember that. And I remember the... I remember blow pens. Really good cheese puffs. (laughs) Europe has... (laughs) Their cheese puffs in Europe are so much better. Iceland, if you go to Iceland, buy Ostipops. And your mind will be blown. They're so good. What is that? They're like cheese puffs, but they're little... 
Like, you know how Archie's puffs are, like, the length of your pinky? Mm-hmm. They're, like, half that length. And then it's, like, the cheese to puff ratio and the crunch. Oh. Yeah, I see them. Uh, they look so good. like Cheetos. Yes, but they're infinitely better. What are they called? Ostipops. I like how you Ostipops. go to the Wikipedia article for them, and it's in Norwegian. There you go. Yeah, that'll do it. buy them in the U.S. ever? Uh, I've never I, seen them. Yeah, I'm sure Amazon can get them to you by five. Yeah, Ostapops. <laughs> like, I go to my yeah. Asian grocery store all the time to buy the snacks that I had in China because I loved them so much. Oh, and absolutely. Or like World Market has weird snacks from all over the place. Yeah. I brought in a really ladybug with me, and now it's everywhere. I know. They're everywhere Oh, right that's now. what you guys were saying. It was on at. my shoulder, mm-hmm. and I put it down thinking it would just crawl around, and it just flew into a light. Where yep. is it now? I don't see it. It's, in the, it's on the, the ceiling. Oh, it's on the ceiling somewhere? Yeah. yeah I can't I was going to bring it back down outside, but, you know. It is now it's going to perish, and it's your fault. Speaking of England, Lady Bird. What that's about what they call Lady, Lady Bird Bugs. Beetle? They call them ladybirds instead of ladybugs. They call them ladybirds? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. In Europe. Ah. I had no idea. Yep. They call All them right. ladybird it's beetles. It's a harlequin ladybird beetle. Mm-hmm. There you go. Harley Quinn's ladybird <laughs> yes, exactly. beetle. It's Harley Quinn. Anybody been tuning into any good new TV shows? Any good movies? Not since Did, yesterday. Have you avoided the Royal Hotel like you should? Yeah, no, I haven't uh, accidentally stumbled in and watched the Royal Hotel. <laughs> Wait, well, he told me not to, but it's funny. <laughs> so I stumbled in and watched it. No, I'm telling everyone to watch Once Upon a Studio on Disney+. Plus. You're going to love it. Once Upon Disney a Studio. Stuff. Yeah, it's for, in honor of their 100th anniversary of Disney oh, Animation. Oh, yeah. fun, fun, fun. 543 characters, so. I'll tell you again. I have <laughs> always had wonderful experiences at Disneyland, Disney World. Well, I've never been to Disneyland, but Disney World... And all the rest of it. I don't. People have all these problems. I we go there. We've been going there every year now for about a hundred years, and it's always a great time. I don't understand where all these problems are. You know what um, I mean? It's very expensive for a family it of four to go now. They expensive. just raised prices again. Oh, this did they month. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that I read a really great article. I believe it was Variety, and they were saying now Disney adults who spend a ton of money and have been a category that's been largely ignored by Disney. They're just starting to kind of catch on that. Like, Hey, you can actually do like adult clothing and like exclusive lines, not cater towards kids and people will buy it. Really? Um, but they're starting to call Bob Iger to the table saying, Hey, you are starting to make this an unreachable, unattainable right. type form of entertainment right. because it is too expensive for us to go. The Genie Plus passes just went up as well. Mm-hmm. Annual passes went up. Daily passes went up. So how much are they now? It depends on which park you go to, east or west. Um, but, you know, if you do both parks in California by a, a, a one-day two-park pass, it's about $200. Holy God. Per yep. person? Yep. Absolutely. Per person, that's Absolutely. an adult. Absolutely and then you have to add, remember, the Genie Plus, if you want to not wait in line all day, that's right. an additional $30 or more because it's also one of those um, pricings that sort of vary be- depending on, like, how busy it is that day at the park. So the variable pricing, you can easily easily hit $250 on a one-day two-park pass. The thing I don't understand is the two-park pass. Because I am someone, I am a Disney adult. Not like a weirdo, but I love Disney. (laughs) And I have, I am very, very active. I can walk around for hours on end. I have more energy than most adult people do. But the idea of going to two Disney parks in one day makes me want to just go to real. sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know well, why. I'm going to stop do you on this only because Disneyland and California Adventure are right across from each other. So you literally just go out the front, you walk 10 steps, and you're in California Adventure. But it's like so doing a two park in California is doable. Florida, I don't think it is. There's just too much to do. Well, I was going to say, like, there's not enough yeah. to do in one park for a day. Right, That's the thing exactly. that I don't understand. I think if you've been, like, I would buy a two-park pass in a day because I would hit the, let's say, eight rides that I want to do at Disneyland in the morning and then the afternoon go over to California Adventure and hit those other 
five or six rides that I want to do. I think when so we went, makes sense. I limited myself I to like three rides in a day, and I was like, that's plenty. Yeah, you're not yeah, a Yeah, well, adult. I mean, after like four rides, you've probably stood in line for yeah, six hours. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm just like, yeah, I want to go back Genie to my Plus hotel thing, and just yeah. lay down for a little while at this it's point. It's not, it's a waste of time if you don't have Genie Plus now. Yes. I'm, yep. I'm calling it out right now. We did it for Epcot and hit every single ride we wanted to. It was fabulous, but I watched other people waiting in line mm -hmm. for hours. Yeah, they, for like 30 uh, they extra dollars. It's like when you're already paying so much money. Yeah, mm -hmm. what's an additional 10%? I'd rather yeah. skip a meal and like bring snacks into the park, yeah, you know, save that money. If that's, uh, you know, a budgetary yeah. thing, that's what I would do. Just pack yeah, the they, and They had suspended the Genie Plus Pass when we went, I think, right? It like wasn't Yeah, during exist. COVID, there was no, they yeah. were doing the switch from the Magic Band to Genie Plus, mm -hmm. but it wasn't ready yet, and it yeah. was a whole thing. So and, it was just all normal lines for every ride. And even yeah. though the park was supposedly at half capacity... The lines yeah. were still, Long some of them were an hour, ever. 90 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and it was, since it was during COVID, they shut down certain rides because they wanted yep. to do the six feet thing. So the lines were not as compact. They were like, mm. they'd go through stores. Yeah, what was the thing that we went on where the Peter line, Pan. it was the Peter, God, the line was literally like. We had to go through you have like to fly, two levels. You have to fly to Singapore to get in line. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to swim across the ocean yeah, while we still through, in line, by the way. We went through a closed restaurant yes. and then upstairs yep. and then around this like hidden area that I didn't even like know employees existed only in areas. Peter Pan. Yep. That was like the kids' bedrooms. Yeah, I remember at that. At the top floor of Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. And then back down through the restaurant and then into where the regular line usually yeah, is. absolutely not. I would be like, you know what, just give me one of those like restaurant-style beepers that buzz when it's, my turn to get on, when it's my turn to get on the ride. Yeah, you have two yeah. minutes to get there yeah. and get on the ride or you're out. And you have to it's start all over again. It's a test of your patience it at is. Disneyland if you or Disney World. It's It can be really tough. Well, it's like everyone's got cell phones now, so at least you can do something while you're mm -hmm. in line. You know, you can like play a game or something. Imagine... You know, 30 years ago, when you're in line, you're just I mean, standing there having, doing nothing. Having ADHD at Disney World's great. But the lines no. were that just bad there 30 years just, ago. That's the thing. That's true. That you weren't standing in line yeah, for true. 90 minutes, I well, don't think. Plus the fact they got in free and got to do whatever they wanted to because I worked for Disney. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Well, there was that. That's nice. nice. No, it's a nice perk. Yeah. Did you guys ever do um, Disneyland and then go into Club 33? I've never mm. been to We've Disneyland. We've never been, never been to, to Disneyland. Disneyland. Oh, my goodness. I bet you could have gotten a Club 33 invite back yeah. then. Yeah. Dad. I could probably still get one. Jeez. What's a Club 33? Childhood Club 33 ruined. is a private yeah. club within Disneyland, and um, it's a really fun meal and a fun place to hang out. It's you have to be invited, though. You have to be invited by a member. So Not a problem. How do you become a member? You are on a waiting list for like a decade before you're allowed. Oh, yeah. Good. I'll go when I'm almost 50. I've been, I've been twice, honestly. I've gotten, I, someone got me that as a gift for my birthday, which was amazing. And then another person invited me for their birthday and we went along. And they've added like a new kind of more casual, it's very formal dining. So you have to dress up. So you'll be dressed up at oh. the park, by the way, for Club 33. But they added sort of a casual component to Club 33. So you can go and do like, more of a pub style situation if you don't want to do the formal dining mm -hmm. but formal dining's kind of cool so i'd say do that yeah okay. and there's like secret little areas of the park that you can only get into if you're club 33 person there's four like lounges and there's stuff. four lounges yeah one in each of the parks at walt disney world resort there's also a club 33 in tokyo and shanghai disneyland's okay so there you go if you're ever in tokyo disneyland go ahead and do that all right, we should probably uh, kick in the uh, family show here in the next hour. I don't. Did we ever even run the? We did run. The we haven't had forty-five any commercials. commercials. Let's no, we'll do no. it right no, now. We did we'll, not. We'll get break. rid of me and run your commercials. Yeah, we're getting rid of Kristen Burt right now. Damn it! All right, we'll talk See to you tomorrow. tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thanks a lot. We'll be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. 
So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. It's Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and coworkers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership that's just 20 minutes west of the metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies, just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Put your, put your Hello, headphones everybody. on. Hello, everybody. We're yeah. back. <laughs> I'm not coming back. Forget go. it. Look at that. We'll be out right on time. What do you think of that? Huh? Indeed. Look at that. Answer me. That's all I have to say. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the morning show. We'll be back in about five minutes with the family show.